Hey friend, welcome back to the show. I'm so happy you're here. I'm so happy you pressed play. Thank you, thank you from wherever you're coming from today, wherever you're listening from. Today's episode, I'm solo, which is exciting. I love having guests. One of the most amazing things about podcasting is getting to connect with other people and having them on the show. But I also really love podcasting. I fell in love with podcasting by myself um, because I really wanted to make an impact. And I'm excited. I'm excited to have a solo episode today. And I think I'm going to do some more solo this month and then hit the guests hard next month. I've been taking a bit of an inventory of who you guys want to hear and we're getting them. We're getting them. And if you have any ideas of somebody you'd love to hear on the show, reach out to me at Sam Perriard with an underscore on Instagram. DM me, tell me who you want to hear and I will do my best to get them on the show. So today's topic, before we dive in, um, is about authenticity and owning your authenticity and showing up as you are. And But before we dive in, I wanted to tell you guys a story. So um, on, if you're not following me on Instagram, you're missing out on some of the fun because I did a poll on Sunday, I think it was, Saturday maybe, and I just asked a bunch of random questions from my audience and it was so funny. There were some like normal questions and then we were playing this or that. Okay. So let me just preface that first. We're playing this or that. So I thought I would share some of the results with you guys. Don't worry. Everybody's going to stay anonymous, but I know who you are. (laughs) So I asked a few funny questions that I thought that maybe you guys, I wanted to show you guys that you're not as weird as you think you are. And also I kind of wanted a reminder that I'm not as weird as I think I am. We're all kind of weird. And I love that you guys are as weird as me. So one of the questions I asked was, would you rather have a hundred kids or have one that never sleeps? And everybody who is not a parent said one that never sleeps. And everybody that is a parent said a hundred. A hundred kids. Um, I think that's because we all know what sleep depth does to us. And I mean, if you had a hundred kids, maybe they wouldn't be all coming out of your body. Um, and maybe they all slept. So I thought that was pretty funny. And there's a couple other weird ones I asked. So I thought I would share them with you guys as well. And <laughs> these are questions my husband and I have asked each other as well. So one was, would you rather fart on a first date or puke on a first date. And guys, this was a 50-50 split right down the middle. I think there was about 60 or so votes on this and it was right down the middle. It was right down the middle. So some of you would rather puke. Some of you would rather fart on the first date. I would rather puke on the first date. I don't, I think, I mean, now, you know, puking kind of sucks, but then like they maybe feel bad for you um, your first date would feel bad for you versus like if you farted, they might be a little grossed out. So, you know, first date, play the sympathy card, I say. (laughs) Um, there's a couple more I'll share with you guys before we dive into the episode. Um, okay. This is another one. Would you rather, okay, this one isn't as weird. Would you rather never watch TV again or never read again. And this is some one that you guys sent in. Um, 53% said never read. Some said never watch TV. I pick never watching TV again. I don't think I could live without a book. 
what else? Let's see if there's one more funny one I can share with you guys. Would you rather wake up naked in public or with a shaved head? Okay, this one got a lot of votes too. 69% of you said wake up naked in public and the other 31% of you said shaved head. I would definitely rather wake up naked in public because I mean, you could run like, what is public? Like you, maybe public's your street. Maybe public, maybe it is downtown, who knows? But I mean, you could run, but you can't really run from a shaved head. I mean, unless you're into that. You know, some people, I wish I was not this vain. Wow. (laughs) But I don't want a shaved head. If you know me, I have really long hair and I love my hair. So my hair is like my safety blanket. Maybe having a shaved head, head would be good for me. Okay, no, don't tell my husband that. Nobody shaved my head. Okay, moving on. <laughs> I hope you guys enjoyed that. If you have any other like would you rather or this or that questions you want me to ask on Instagram, don't hesitate to reach out. I loved doing that with you guys. It was so much fun. So today we're going to talk about a topic that's been coming up a lot for me. It's been coming a lot up a lot for me for over the last like eight or nine months, um, more so than it even was a couple of years ago when I started out on the on- in the online space. But this year, this is something that I have been so, so committed to, not just for myself and my family, but also for you, for the woman that I'm serving, the woman that's listening to me today. This topic, I think that everybody needs to take into consideration and really just, just remember that you are safe. You are safe to be in your authenticity. So let's dive in. So what is owning your authenticity and why does it serve the world better than not being in your authenticity? So first of all, remember that no one is you and you are the most unique. You're uniquely made for a reason. I remember when my son turned one, so a couple of years ago, when my son turned one years old, one year old, I had a realization that I was trying to be someone else's version of a mom. I was living in this world where I had to show up a certain way that, you know, really wasn't in alignment with the mother that I, I really am deep down. And the thing about motherhood is it strips you of everything you were gives you a new identity, but also makes you face yourself. And I remember I just woke up one day just feeling out of sorts. You know, I wasn't, I never woke up as a kid wanting to be a housewife. I never woke up as a kid one day saying, I can't wait to be a stay-at-home mom and, you know, be a homemaker. That's not something I ever woke up wanting to be. But suddenly, uh, a year into motherhood, I realized that's, that's all I was doing. And there, this, just a disclaimer, there is nothing wrong with being a housewife. It is a hard job. And if it's something that you're passionate about, then all the power to you. This is all about, this episode is all about empowering you to step into the version of yourself that you really want to be, whether that's a full-time housewife or whether it's, there's another piece of you, there's another facet to your life that you want to, you want to step into. And so when I woke up that day, I felt, I realized that I was, I was cleaning the house every day. I was being a mom every day. I was trying to be a wife, the best wife that I could be. I was doing everything for everybody else before I had 
before I even really knew who I was. And I became a mom at 24 years old. And, you know, 24 is young. Like, it's not too young to be a mom, but it's young. You know, there is so much life ahead of you at 24. There's so much life ahead of you at 30 and 40 and 50 and 60, depending on how you look at it. And I realized that if I kept doing what I was doing, I was going to be completely unfulfilled. But I also had this looming guilt of, you know, if I if I change it up, how is this going to affect my family? If I decide that I want to have a business or get a job or do something else, you know, how is this going to affect my family, right? So basically what happened was I scream cried on the floor in my underwear. <laughs> you know, the the perfect the perfect storm for a lot of change is your rock bottom. Let me just say that. So that was my rock bottom. I was laying on the floor crying to my husband and basically asked him, what the hell am I going to do? And it started me on this beautiful journey of self-growth and self-discovery and trying to make some money online. I really wanted to help my husband out. And so I entered into network marketing, got a lot of experience in that. And it was great. I was really starting to step into a version of myself that I deep down knew existed, but had not been awakened until I had really been to the depths of my own soul, as dramatic as that sounds, but it's true. <laughs> and then, you know, I started reading. I started owning my truth, whatever that was, but I still wasn't really feeling right. There was still something off because when you step into a scary place, um, whether you're starting a network marketing, maybe you're in a direct sales company, maybe you're posting videos on YouTube or starting a blog, you know, it's hard at first to really find your voice until you've really been there, until you've really done it. So what happened was I was kind of showing up as this version of myself that wasn't fully authentically me. So yeah, I was taking the risks. Yeah, I was doing the personal development. Yeah, I was, you know, killing it in network marketing, really, really trying, never giving up, doing all that and really practicing what I was preaching in that sense, taking care of my health, you know, really focusing on my marriage, but also taking care of myself. And what ended up happening was about a year and a half later, so this was like fast forward to last summer, 2020, I woke up again feeling completely unfulfilled and burnt out and sad <laughs> and started going back to those places of depression and where the hell am I heading with this? You know, is this me? So I took, if you've heard in some other later episodes, I took some time off in the summer and it was the best thing for me because I got some clarity and I realized I basically shot up out of bed one day and was like, whoa, you know, I'm not showing up as my same goosey, goofy self that, that I really am online. When you meet me in person, I'm so weird and dancing and crazy and joking and just goofy and definitely the weirdest person in the in the room. And, you know, it's like, who am I impacting if I'm not even being myself? So I had I basically just stripped everything I knew, realized that letting go of network marketing was the best option for me and going out on my own and trying to figure out my own thing and starting up my podcast again after taking the summer off. And I realized that I love speaking as well. So there's another 
you know, there's there's always an answer in the clarity. There's always something that will come to you if you're being yourself. And I've been starting to make funny videos, which has been something I've always wanted to do deep down, but was way too terrified. You know, I think that we, I think that we often hold back because we're so nervous that if we show up as we are, someone won't approve. Someone will make fun of you. Someone will, you'll feel embarrassed. Maybe you'll make a video that's not funny. I have done that, (laughs) okay? If you, I'm gonna leave them up there too. There's a few videos I'm like, oh God, I hate that so much. Why did I post that? But you know what? It's getting better. It's getting funnier. It's getting more relatable because I, I gave myself permission to fully show up as I am. The imperfect version of myself, the person person that's not good with tech at all, but really loves to make people laugh. So, you know, I, I just challenge you to ask yourself, are you showing up in your life as you really are? Or are you a collection of the version of yourself that people expect you to be? Whether it's in motherhood, how you raise your child, whether it's how you run your business or how you're running your blog or your YouTube channel or your podcast, how you're being, how the wife that you're being, the husband you're being, are you showing up as the person that you really are? Or are you showing up of the ver- as a version that people expect you to be or what society suspect, expects you to be? There's something that I really have learned over this last year that I'd love to share with you. And we are a collection of our, of our dominant thoughts. And so whatever you're thinking, whatever you're putting energy into is going to manifest as itself into your life. So this goes for negative self-talk. This goes for positive self-talk. This goes for, you know, when you, whatever you speak over yourself is what's going to happen, right? So you know, your I am statements are so powerful. Like I can't even stress this enough. Your I am statements are everything. So if you're waking up every day and you're saying, I am a good mother, I am a successful mother, that's how you're going to feel every day. If you're waking up every day saying, I am I am a bad mom, I am unsuccessful, I hate my job, I hate my life, I'm broke, you know, that's what's going to show up in your life, right? And also this goes for for what you're doing as your career. You know, if you're waking up every single day and you're unfulfilled, you're waking up and you dread going to work every day or doing whatever it is that you're doing, this is not who you are. Your highest self wants you to show up as who you really are. So are you acting on, are you acting as the thoughts that other people have given you? Are you a collection of everything else everybody else wants you to do? Or are you living for what your soul is is speaking to you? And there is a difference. So whatever's been fed to you, whatever society has fed to you, whatever you have learned growing up has brought you to this point. And it's up to us to observe our thoughts and figure, okay, like, does this thought serve me? Does this action serve me? You know, like I said at the beginning of this episode, I never woke up one day wanting to be a stay-at-home mom. You know, I felt like it was what I was supposed to do. The only thing that I ever wanted 
was to be a mother and to be a good one. Those are the two things that I always, always wanted. I wanted to do right by my child and my family. But doing right by your child and your family and your life is not always what others expect or what you thought it would be. The best thing for my child and my family, and maybe you resonate, is showing up and being fulfilled and being able to pour that over into my family. So me getting here on this mic once a week and speaking to you, this gives me great joy. This gives me fulfillment. I feel fulfilled. Finding ways to become an entrepreneur and multiple streams of income while also raising my child is fulfillment for me. There are things that my husband and I want for our child, and one one is very, very important. We want to be raising our child mostly ourselves, but we also want him to see us thriving in our authenticity. My husband is running a landscaping company that is quickly becoming the best landscaping company in Alberta. Like, it won't be long. It won't be long. (laughs) It's been two years in the making, and this year is already projecting to be his best year. And he wakes up every day excited and I support it 100% because we made a decision when my son was little to to be here for him. And, you know, I thought for me that was going to be me being home. I was going to be happy. You know, I also thought being a stay-at-home mom was going to be a lot easier. I thought it was going to be like yoga with the girls, mimosas, brunch, play dates, all the things. But it turns out that – well, in the pandemic, it's a little different too. But it turns out that – it's not all rainbows and butterflies. And that if you're not creating the fulfillment in your life, you're not going to be happy. So are you living your truth? You know, if it feels like an uphill battle every single day, it could be simply because you're just not living your truth. And no matter what anybody says to you, because there will always be some sort of resistance no matter what anybody says, it's ultimately up to you. You have made the choices up to this point and you will make the choices up to the next point. And if you want a different result in your life, you'll have to make different decisions. The decisions you've made up to this point have gotten you here. So it's up to you. And you are safe to be in your authentic truth. You know, I, I remember when... I was thinking about starting online and, you know, all those thoughts were coming to my head. What will people think of me? Like, what if I need a babysitter? You know, what if, you know, what if I fail? You know, then what? People aren't going to be proud of me. And I realized that the only reason that I will fail and the only reason that I could not succeed is truly one, because if I give up, obviously, if you give up on your dreams and just fold and just do what everybody else wants you to do, that's a good way to fail. But also if you just, you know, if you only dabble, if you only dabble in a little bit of what you want and you're still not fulfilled and you never really get to the the place that you really want to be because you're kind of too worried about what everybody else is thinking, that's a really great way to fail too. <laughs> but I just want you guys to take away from this episode that you are safe to fully express and who you uniquely are. You will impact more people than you can ever imagine by just showing up in your own weirdness, your own authentic truth. You were made specifically the way that you are for a reason and there's nothing wrong with you. You're perfect. You really are. And you're imperfect. You're imperfectly perfect. 
Your imperfection is perfect. <laughs> All right. Well, I hope you guys got some value today from this episode, and I hope that you wake up tomorrow with a sense of wanting to own your own desires and own your own truth and realizing that unapologetically you can you can do that. And it doesn't matter what anybody else says. It doesn't matter if anyone disapproves. And one other thing is that when you start succeeding and you and people see that you're serious, those same people usually will come to you and applaud you. Because here's the thing. People who maybe talk down on you or, you know, caution you away from taking a risk in your life usually are the people that love you the most. So they're coming from a place of love. However, it seems unsupportive to you, but we don't blame here. We don't blame anybody for coming at you for how they feel because they're coming at you usually with love or from their own level of understanding and nobody can understand what you want more than you. So this is your permission slip today to show up as you are, show up imperfect, be weird, spread that around, spread your weirdness, own your weirdness, and remember that it is safe for you to be yourself. I will catch you guys next week on the next episode. If you enjoyed this episode, take a screenshot and share it on your Instagram. And don't forget to tag me at Sam Perriard with an underscore so I can keep the good stuff coming. See you on the next episode.